Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. October 25, 2019, the Boys and Their Toys edition. First up, the Houston Astros finally came to their senses and fired Brandon Topman for his clubhouse outburst about the Astros signing Roberto Asuno, who was directed and his outburst directed at three female reporters following Game 6 of their victory on Saturday to clinch the American League pennant. The Astros had originally uh, said that the report by the Sports Illustrated reporter, who was the, one of the subjects of the outburst, was uh, a flat-out lie, uh, and then they backtracked that because... Um, it was not a fabricated story. It was confirmed by multiple sources. And uh, finally, the Astros came to their senses, fired Taubman for a really inappropriate outburst, and admitted uh, they had done the wrong thing and uh, moved forward from there. So uh, good to see the Astros finally uh, answer something right around uh, that issue. Next up. Um, the inspector general over at the Department of Veteran Affairs uh, looked at how an office uh, formed to protect whistleblowers in the VA was in fact used by VA management to stifle claims and retaliate against those trying to expose problems at the agency. This very troubling report uh, noted that the office's first executive director, Peter O'Rourke, used the position to not only stifle claims, but retaliate against employees the organization had been designed to protect. O'Rourke um, leveraged his power as head of the whistleblower office to end investigations into allies and failed to provide basic reports to Congress. Uh, the VA uh, tried to deflect by saying that the report focused on um, officials who were no longer at the department and did not address improvements made since those person's departure. Nevertheless, a very sordid and sad story from the uh, Veteran Affairs Department about how it used the whistleblower office completely inappropriately. Next up, um, CITGO finally got some good news from the U.S. government. As the Trump administration moved to protect the Venezuelan-owned refining company from creditors by closing a narrow loophole on sanctions intended to topple the Venezuelan government. Citgo faced dismemberment if the Venezuelan National Oil Company did not make a $913 million payment on its 2020 bonds due Monday, but those transactions were blocked for 90 days. The effect is twofold. One, the Venezuelan government does not have to make the bond payment, but more importantly, creditors who were lining up uh, literally at the gates to dismember Citgo because of judgments against the Venezuelan government, PDVSA, or Citgo can now no longer do so uh, because the company will no longer be in default. So uh, good news for Citgo, and actually it's probably good news for the Venezuelan government, uh, but it's something that the United States probably needed uh, to do. And finally, our uh, lead story, Boys and Their Toys and The Guardian. A groundbreaking analysis finds some $300 billion of suspected funds funneled through the United Kingdom for super yachts and private jets. The uh, 421 luxury homes, three super yachts, seven private jets, uh, jets, as well as private school fees, and even a hovercraft 
have been revealed in a groundbreaking analysis of more than 400 laundry, money laundering and corruption cases. Transparency International found that more than $300 billion of suspected funds had been funneled through the U.K. banking system, law firms, and accountants. Um, this suspected cash comes from corrupt officials' embezzlement, bribery, and corruption uh, literally across the globe. So uh, the United Kingdom comes under some uh, scrutiny for this. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio.